Heretic Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. Welcome in to today's episode. I'm so glad that you found us here. And by us, I just mean me. It's usually me and one of my tremendous co-hosts. But today, we're doing something a little different. I've got some thoughts to share with you. Uh, it's been kind of a crazy couple of weeks, but it's 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 good. I'm, I'm in a great mood today. And I feel like I'm not alone because everything that I'm going to share with you today is completely stolen from someone else. So I feel like I'm co-hosting this show because it's all someone else's material just coming out of my mouth. So uh, today, I wanted to talk with you about the Beatitudes. This was uh, the gospel reading at this past Sunday's Mass. And like many of you, I went to Mass and I sat down and listened to the homily. We actually had our whole family in. We had a big family affair here uh, in town. We had it. My both my sisters, their significant others, my parents, uh, all came in. It was great. We had a, we had a wonderful weekend, and uh, we all went to mass. So there was many, many, many strolls sitting in, the, in. We took up an entire pew at our church, and like many of you guys, I you know, sat down, listened to the homily. Uh, but also, like many of you, I tend to forget almost every homily I hear. I tend to be like, Father, I loved your homily at the end because I remember like having positive vibes or like feeling really good or being like, oh, that was nice during the homily. But then I just like usually completely forget about it. But it's there must be something about my spiritual life here recently that I have remembered and still have in my mind now and have shared with you uh, two homilies, one from either of the priests at our parish. That wasn't even on purpose. I'm not even trying to uh, be show partiality and not have favoritism, but I remembered one from our parochial vicar, uh, Father Will, that was on Epiphany, and I shared it with you here a couple of weeks ago, and that was the whole thing about how the... Uh, three kings came and they went back by another way that when, when they encountered Jesus, they went back a different way than they came and how I needed that reminder of like, when I come to encounter Jesus in prayer, in mass, in adoration, in my daily prayer, my daily, um, just my, my life, I need to go back by a different way. Well, uh, now this week, Father Brian Eilers, who is our pastor, uh, here at St. Joe's in Brian, he shared, um, about the Beatitudes. And I actually texted him. I, I said, all right, I told him after Mass, I was like, I really, really enjoyed the homily. It was awesome because what he did was he said, these are the Beatitudes. Like, this is essentially Jesus, Jesus saying, this is how we are to live. And he says, these are the opposing Beatitudes of the world. So he would share the Beatitude of Jesus and the opposing Beatitude of the world. And I told him, as I walked out of Mass, I said, that was a very good homily. Because I feel like I live out about half of the Beatitudes of Jesus, the actual Beatitudes. And there's the other half of them. I found myself co connecting a little bit more with the Beatitudes of the world. So it was this like good balance of like, okay, I'm doing really well in these areas. And kind of like an exhortation to uh, shape up in the other area. So I'm going to share it here with you. I, I texted them after. I said, hey, can you share that with me? Because I'd love to share it with other people. And so he sent it with me. Uh, he sent it to me. So here we go. This is from Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 through 12. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I'm always going to share the Jesus one first and then say what the world says. So Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The world says, blessed are the rich, for they will live like kings. I remember hearing uh, this, this Christian rapper named Lecrae. 
He said he he said that he would rather have a dollar in his pocket than a million. And I was like, man, I would much rather have a million dollars in my pocket than one. Right. If I had to choose between those things, I don't know why I'd have a million dollars in my pocket, maybe my bank account. Maybe I wouldn't want to walk around with a million dollars just just on me. You know, I'm a little less uh, confident in my physical prowess than I was a decade ago. Uh, But I thought about it a lot because he said that that's what he would rather want. And I was like, maybe maybe there is that poor in spirit of like desiring to have less. But I think I'm kind of in the middle on this one. Right. I I am poor. I would like to be rich. So I think I'm living the reality, even though my heart would be like, I'd rather have the million dollars, right? Blessed are the, are the rich where they would live like kings. I would much rather live like a king than a pauper. But I think just by normal happenstance, I'm right somewhere in the middle. The second one, Jesus says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. He has two options uh, for what the world says. Blessed are those who put on masks for no one will bother them. Or, blessed are they who hide their sorrows, for they will appear happy. I think, ironically enough, because of the show and because of my co-host and the friendships that I've built up with them, I think I have been, over these, these last, the show's been going on for eight years, especially the last four or five that we've had co-hosts, I have been able to be more open and honest about the things that are good in my life, the joys, the sorrows, the the, the in-betweens, um, because I'm like sharing life with my co-host. I'm sharing life with you, a lot of the listeners that have been on, on this journey with us for the last one, two, five, all the way to eight years together. Um, so I, I, I do feel like I love joy. Our whole thing here is like we want to be able to share the joy of the gospel. And sometimes that means finding joy in the sorrow, finding joy in the tough weeks, finding joy in the times where we feel far from God, right? Uh, but that first example of what the world says, blessed are they who put on masks because no one will bother them. And I feel like there's, I, I still do that a little bit, right? Where I put on like a mask of like, oh, I'm I'm happy or, oh, everything's fine. Or um, literally I thought about like the, the quote unquote mask that I put on, like is my AirPods, right? When I don't want to, I don't want to talk to anybody. I, wanna, I don't want to talk about what's going on in my mind and my heart. It's sometimes I'm just done, right? And I don't want to, I don't want to be, comforted. And I don't want to um, kind of put myself out there uh, to have conversations with other people because then it would show my vulnerability and I would you know, kind of, I'd rather suppress the stress in my own life rather than bring it up to the forefront and have other people comfort me, which is counterintuitive, but I think it, it comes pretty natural to me and to other people. Um, so it was a good like reminder of like, oh, I don't need to put on these masks, especially with the people that I know and trust and I know love me and I love them. Next one, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, is what Jesus said. What the world said is, blessed are the aggressive, for they shall get everything that they want. I'm aggressive. I work hard, and I like getting what I want. This was the one my mom was sitting next to me at mass, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I like The joke for years, I just bat my blue eyes, and I get whatever I want. Like I'm big. I can get a lot of whatever I want. I saw this thing the other day of like uh, somebody on, on a Twitter poll saying, like, have you ever used your... Uh, your physical stature to impose your will on somebody. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I worked in youth ministry. I'm a coach. It's like uh, th- there there have been times where like I got in an altercation with somebody and all I have to do is stand up. 
And they're, it's just kind of a reminder of like, you don't want to mess with me, right? So it's like, I feel like I'm connecting more with the world's version than the Beatitudes. So meekness is something that I need to work on. Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth, which seems counterintuitive, right? Because we always think if we, if you just keep working, if you're aggressive, then you're going to get the world. You're going to get all the money. You're going to get all the fame. You're going to get all the success. But Jesus is flipping it on his head and saying that ultimately the meek, the humble are who is going to inherit the earth. Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Father Brian says that the world says, blessed are they who seek nothing, for they will not be disappointed. So that's one angle of this, right? Because Jesus is saying we should hunger and thirst for righteousness, but the world is saying, don't really seek anything and you won't be disappointed. Like if you don't set goals, you won't be upset when you don't make them. Uh, If you don't... um, say that you want to lose weight, then when you stay the same or you gain some pounds, then then it's you're not really disappointed, right? Um, the alternate version is, blessed are those who accept all with no moral standards, for they will be accepted by all. It's the whole idea that if you don't stand for anything, then you don't stand for anything, right? Where like we, there are moral things that we as Catholics need to stand on that are countercultural. And if, if we don't stand for those, then we will be more liked. We will be more universally accepted, right? The kind of play on words with universal and Catholic, which means universal, right? If we are Catholic, then we won't be accepted by everyone. We're going to ruffle some feathers by the, by the way that we live, by the way that we talk, by the, by the teachings of the church, that sort of thing. Um, so we need to continue to hunger and thirst for righteousness, um, for they will be satisfied. And there, I think one of the uh, other key reminders in there for me is like, I feel like I'm hungering and thirsting a lot, well, physically, uh, but also like spiritually, like I'm hungering for more, I'm thirsting for more. But a lot of times I stop at the the point of doing something about it, right? Like if I'm hungry or thirsty for food, I will go over to the kitchen, I will get water, I will get a soda, I will get a sandwich, I will order on DoorDash, right? Uh, but a lot of times I feel hungry or thirsty in my faith, like I need something more, and I'm just like, I just want it to happen, <laughs> right? Where the food would just appear without me ordering on DoorDash, that the drinks would just appear without me going over there, without going shopping, or my wife going to get it, or whatever, right? That I need to do something about the hunger and the thirst. If I hunger and thirst for God, if I feel like, oh, I'm far from God, or where is God, or why isn't he answering my prayers, it's probably an invitation for me to take that hunger and thirst and to go and pray about it. Like, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Uh, as you're listening to this, I am gone on retreat Thursday through Sunday with a, a group of guys that I that I love, and they're some of my best friends, right? I'm really, really looking forward to... Um, not only spending time with those guys, but also uh, spending time with the Lord. Like this dedicated weekend to prayer and fellowship. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Next one. Jesus says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Uh, The world says, blessed are the ruthless, for they will win. Uh, and this one's hard, right? Forgiveness is difficult. I joke all the time that you know, Jesus says that we need to forgive 70 times, seven times, which is a lot, 490, right? So maybe I'm on forgiveness number one. Maybe I'm on forgiveness number 465. Maybe I'm on forgiveness number 100. It, it takes time. It takes mercy. But we pray every time. It's the scariest part of the Our Father. Forgive others as we forgive those who trust forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us, right? Calling us to forgive 
other people. And we, we are saying, we're putting it on ourselves saying, hey, God, I want you to forgive me like I forgive other people. So the the ruthlessness, and I think a lot of this comes into like the business world, right? If you make a, a cutthroat deal, um, you think that, that you're going to win, right? But Jesus is saying, blessed are the merciful because we will obtain the mercy that we need and desire. Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And Father said this, and I cracked up. My mom looked right at me. Blessed are they who multitask for they won't miss anything. This stress and anxiety that I have to be caught up on every show, to be caught up on every podcast, to, to watch the latest movies, to um, get all of my work done and while you know, every moment. If I'm not working, I'm playing a game. If I'm not playing a game, I'm listening to a podcast. If I'm not playing a podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm with my family because I don't want to miss my time with them. If I'm not uh, hanging out with them, I'm doing something else, right? Where it's like I'm always trying to accomplish all of the things where – Jesus is saying, if you're pure in heart, you shall see God. And I think about seeing God, like the beatific vision at that moment, what matters? God. And that, that, that moment and that, that, that relationship with God, and it kind of puts everything else into perspective, right? Um, and I have been going and going and going, especially over the last few weeks, the last couple of months, um, that I'm very much looking forward to this retreat so I can slow down, right? Where I don't have to multitask. I could just be in in that room, in the house, in Southern Louisiana, just hanging out with, with the Lord and hanging out with these guys. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it says, blessed, Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. If any of you have seen uh, Monty Python, The Life of Brian, I literally always think of The Life of Brian whenever this one is, is read in, uh, in the Beatitudes. If you haven't seen Life of Brian, Monty Python yet, it's very funny, and I highly recommend it. Uh, they hear blessed are the cheesemakers in this. Uh, but Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Uh, and the world says, blessed are those who provoke, for they will make headlines. You guys that have been listening for a while know this is one of my biggest pet peeves. This is one of the Beatitudes that I'm actually kind of good at, right? Uh, because I, I can't stand the prov- the pr- provocative nature of social media and um, and politics and uh, even church stuff, church rhetoric, right? Um, we need to be peacemakers and like paving a way for, you know, uh, shod your feet with the, with the gospel of peace, right? Like people that are encountering us, they said, you know, the, the Bible says they'll know that we are Christians by our love, by how we love one another, right? Um one of my my new favorite movies was the movie Spirited um, on, um, is that what it was called? I'm thinking of the horse movie. What's the horse movie? Is that Spirited Away? I think it was called Just Spirited. Yeah, I was right. Was Spirited Away a horse movie? All the I think all the girls are yelling at me right now. Spirited Away. I don't know. I think it was a kid's movie. Anyway, that wasn't the point. <laughs> um, it, what was I talking about? Oh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they should be called sons of God. Oh, I was watching Spirited. That's what I was talking about. So in Spirited, uh, the guy's job, the, Ryan Reynolds, his in, in the movie, his character's job is to find dirt on people and like make things provocative to ruin people's lives so that it makes headlines. And that kind of stuff just drives me crazy. So blessed are the peacemakers. You know, we need to be peacemakers in our relationships and our families and our works. Um, and even when that doesn't mean no conflict, right? Because if you're, if you are in conflict with somebody, the way to get through that conflict to peace is to address it, 
right? You don't just get peace by ignoring it forever. Uh, if you have, you know, something going on, like I know that when I have something between me and a friend, it's unpeaceful for a long time until we sit down, we talk about it, we hug it out, and then there's that peace, right? So you have to make peace, not just find it somehow. It doesn't just drop out of the sky. Um, Jesus says, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The world says, blessed are they who go with the flow, for they will have many friends, right? Again, this kind of idea of like, I'm just going to go with the flow, kind of whatever the world's doing is what I'm going to do. But if we are living out our Catholic values, we've seen out throughout um, salvation history, we see it now in other parts of the world where, where Christians are being persecuted for their beliefs. Um, so, you know, even though most of us sitting here in America aren't going to be persecuted for what we believe, there might be but there might be. There might be some people that don't like you or professionally some things that don't happen for you because you're you're Catholic, but ultimately that's what matters um, because the kingdom of heaven is going to be ours if we persist in our faith. It's like we have two options, persist in our faith, maybe have some things happen bad on earth, but ultimately get heaven, or don't persist in our faith, maybe things go good on earth, and maybe we don't get to heaven, right? I, I think we know which one we ultimately want to choose. Uh, and then, and then finally, Jesus says, blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward will be great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets um, who were before you. Uh, well, the world says, blessed are you when all admire you and laud your every word. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is on earth. So has the world treated the hellbound before you. I would love it if people admired me and lauded my every word, especially here on the show. It'd just be nice, you know, leave a nice review or something. Rejoice and be glad. These are words that I would love to say, uh, but I really hope that my reward just isn't on earth. Like, this one's another one where I felt I was connecting a little bit with, with the world one, right? And just a reminder that, um, yes, like, the, you know, all the work that we do, Right, whether whether you're a, a carpenter or you're working a business or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're working in Catholic media or whatever it is that you do, it's great work, right? And uh, whether it's a secular job or a faith job, if you're good at it, do it. Great, make the money, you know, just provide for your family, uh, do it all for the glory of God. Great, right? But ultimately, our prize is heaven. That's what we are seeking for. Um, and there's one little. Uh, bonus to this whole story of Father Brian, my pastor, sharing this is he didn't share it in his homily. He shared all this, what I just shared with you in his homily. But when I texted him about it and I asked him for it, he shared with me that he actually wrote those reflections while sitting on the Mount of of Beatitudes, like in the Holy Land, where Jesus shared the, the Beatitudes. On that mountain is where my pastor wrote these reflections that I just shared with you. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff, right? Imagining being there 2,000 years later, taking what Jesus said 2,000 years ago, applying it into words of what our world today is saying, which is pretty similar to what the world's been saying for you know, thousands of years before it, right? But it was just a, a beautiful reflection um, from my pastor, and I feel like he was my co-host here today because he got to uh, I share his words through my mouth. Hooray! So, uh, final thing, one more reflection on the Beatitudes that we all heard at Mass together this weekend. This is a song that I talked about uh, many years ago on the show, but I wanted to share it with you again. 
Uh, it's a song by The Poor Kings, P-O-O-R space K-I-N-G-S. Uh, the lead singer and guitarist was actually my youth minister growing up. He wrote the song while I was a youth in his, in his youth program. You can find it on Spotify. But it's his, again, a modern-day reflection on uh, the Beatitudes. And kind of the song is called Confession. Confession by the Poor Kings. You can find it on, on Spotify, maybe even some other places too. Um, but these were his reflections of like as he was preparing to go to confession, he was writing down some of his thoughts on um, where where he had fallen short, like, you know, some kind of act of contrition, right? Um, and it comes from the heart of a Catholic man, the heart of a youth minister. It's always connected with me. He said, blessed are the blind because they won't see the things that I've seen, the bad things I've seen, whether it's heartache things or I would imagine for, uh, for a lot of people like seeing inappropriate things, right? Uh, blessed are the blind. They won't see the things I've seen. Blessed are the poor. They can't buy the things that I need. We think that we need all this stuff, right? And yet uh, I remember specific, vividly going to Mexico. People were... Uh, you know, the poorest of the poor, and they're just having a blast running around, being at church, praying, playing soccer. Like it, it was, they had so much joy to share with us, even though they didn't have anything monetarily, right? And yet we think, oh, I, I, I won't be happy because I, until I buy this thing or because I need this thing. He says, blessed are the weak because they won't do the things that I've done. Blessed are the meek, they won't fight this pride I fight. Blessed are the hungry, because they thank God for every bite. That, the idea of thank, thankfulness, right? So many of us have pretty blessed lives, right, in, in many different ways. Yes, there are struggles, but how often, I, I know I'm guilty of it, of not being thankful enough for the good things that God has given me. A wonderful, loving wife, tremendous kids, uh, this, this cool house, the ability to do this kind of work. I, it's, just, it's just incredible what God's done, what my, what my family's done, what my friends have done uh, to make my life a, a blessing. We need to be thankful for that, right? Um, blessed are the, the broken. The growth is more than the damage done. And then it goes to the, the, the blessed are the sick for they will be rem- because they are reminded of their end. The whole memento mori thing, right? That the sickness reminds us that we're not immortal, that we are going to die and there's going to be a day of judgment, right? Blessed are the lonely. For, um, they won't be hurt by so-called friends. Blessed are the workers. They'll go strong out in the sun. Then he moves into the woe is, woe is you, uh, you know, I, thing that Jesus says a lot. He says, woe to me. I've been complete and I freely walked away. It's like I, I've, I have felt the goodness of the Lord. I've been in a great spiritual place, but I chose to walk away. Woe to me. I've seen deceit. I'm a crook and a cheat, but I'll pretend that I'm a saint. Woe to me. My life is filled with ease and my comforts fuel my faith. And he ends again, I don't know disease, I'm just a crook and a thief, but I'll pretend that I'm a saint and I'm not a saint. Um, it's just a, a beautiful reflection. I, I highly encourage you to take, it's a three-minute song called Confessions by the Poor Kings. Uh, just, just take that to prayer. I've been, I've been able to pray with that, uh, that, the song and those reflections over the last few days, and I just wanted to share them with you today. So a little bit of a shorter episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Since we do have a shorter episode this week, um, 
I hope that you give you some more time to check out some of the great stuff that we have going on over on YouTube. We've got not only full length episodes of this podcast where you can see us, not just hear us, uh, but we can also see our a Catholic perspective series where we take a look at uh, some of our favorite books, movies, TV shows, uh, and share what is true, good, and beautiful about them. How you know, I, I I watch them sometimes with some of my friends, and we we come on and share our thoughts about uh, yeah, just some of the biggest things in pop culture. We also just just finished up our Catholic Foundation series, 10-week introductory series into the, in, into Catholicism, the 10 things that every Catholic needs to know. So that's more of a, of a talk series, right? So um, there's there's topics that, that, that uh, if you really want to focus in on, you can do that on uh, reconciliation, on the sacraments, on the church, on, on salvation history, on temptation and s- battling sin and uh, our, the, our mission and all these sorts of things, right? You can check that all out, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Uh, we've also got some music and kind of stuff going on over there. Uh, but if you enjoyed today's show, uh, please hit subscribe. If you're new somehow, this is your first episode. It doesn't always look like this. Usually I have one of my co-hosts and we have uh, a little bit more of a conversational thing. But uh, today it's just me. Uh, pray for me this weekend. I'll be on retreat. I'll be praying for all of you who are listening. I really do appreciate it. I'll be back next week with Allison Sullivan and a very rare guest appearance. We haven't had guests in a while. So until then, love you guys. See you soon.